like a Mary Celeste of the internet. We have been lost for months, but now, sketches that never quite made it is back. It's soggy, and it smells of fish. Cue theme tune. Sketches that never quite made it Would it have been kinder just to drown them straight away? Sketches that never quite made it Is it cruel they never saw the light of day? That's right, we're back! I won't spend too much time uh, doing an intro because it's quite late at night and I don't want uh, the people I'm in this house with to think I'm talking to myself or or going mad or worse recording a podcast so very quickly you can find us at Failed Sketches on Twitter Uh, I am at James of Walsh on Twitter and the sketch comedy podcast in which the successful sketches go into is called Next Level Sketch and we are available on most social media okay Now, in a slight change to the normal way of doing things, you guys are going to get to hear the sketch that never quite made it before the people on the podcast did. Well, narratively before, uh, in actuality, in terms of time uh, afterwards, if that makes sense. So here's, here's the sketch. It's called Universal Translator for Fish. Good news, Jimmy, my boy. I've invented a universal translator for fish. Gee, a universal translator for fish? That's right, Jimmy. A universal translator for fish. Oh, my. Now we can talk to the fish and find out what they want. Uh, what if they don't want anything, Dad? Of course they want something, Jimmy. Everything wants something. Like you want to kiss that Daisy Lee, ain't that right? Oh, Dad. Anyway, we'll jump off that bridge when we come to it, Jimmy. But first, I uh, need you to jump into the sea wearing this translator and see what they're saying now. Well, okay. Well, son, what did they say? Uh, they were screaming, Dad. Screaming? Just non-stop screaming, like, ah! All of them? I think so. Even the big fish? Especially the big ones. Press that button on the translator, Jimmy. There should be a recording now. Yeah. You know what this means, don't you, Jimmy? What, Daddy? We're rich! Ha <laughs> ha! Talk of the devil. Hello. <laughs> the, the devil is Irish. <laughs> As we've <laughs> always suspected. <laughs> I don't endorse that slogan, by the way. I don't, want, I, don't want, I don't want anyone to think I have sympathies that I do not have. 300 years of British politics suddenly justified. <laughs> well. Would we say three? Anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry. Um, well, I said British. Okay. Remember when the union was, uh, and go from there. But yes, um, good point. So, welcome <laughs> to, <laughs> to another episode of James Makes Awkward Comments About Ireland, the, uh, the, the podcast where James talks about Irish history and um, English explains it to Irish people. <laughs> uh, so, yes, no, that's not the name of the podcast at all. It's Sketches That Never Quite Made It, which has uh, been on hiatus and is now back. Uh, joining me today 
are Murren Kelly and Paul Creasy, my two two of the three co-producers of Next Level Sketch. Welcome to you both. Thank you. Thanks, James. Um, so last time I did this, it was a bit easier because um, I obviously got much better at sketches since we last um, did this 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 podcast because we've been doing the Next Level Sketch podcast throughout since the first lockdown and we've all become shit hot at writing and editing sketches um which is one of the reasons why it's been so difficult to bring this show back because i'm just too damn good now <laughs> it, it's really interesting how you've created two podcasts that work in inverse relationships to each other mm. neither can exist in the same universe that's right that that's it's another it's another well thought through podcast <laughs> gambit me. Have you thought um, of creating a worse sketch show podcast so that you will have more material for this podcast <laughs> in a kind of strange Rube Goldberg machine of podcasts? That is brilliant. Yes, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do a really terrible secret um, sketch podcast show that you don't know about. The previous the level sketch podcast. <laughs> the previous level sketch podcast. Because the other problem is, is that you guys... You see all this because you're the producers. You see all the sketches that come in, and you review them, and you write lovely notes uh, about them. And that meant that I had to find a sketch that I didn't even think was good enough to uh, maybe get into one of our shows. I worded that very badly. <laughs> not even, not even of the standard of our, <laughs> of our normal podcast. Not the usual slop that you put on our podcast. I was just about to say, like. I think we're pretty forgiving bar wise, so I've now my trepidation is rising with every thing that you tell us about this sketch. As well it should. <laughs> so I'm gonna give you this sketch. Uh, I'm gonna send it to the WhatsApp group. I'm gonna give you no context at all. Um, although you will probably see that it was inspired by one of our next level sketch prompts. So uh, yeah. Um, so that will be with you shortly same Go all on. right i'm gonna to listen to it now have a listen okay yep. i'm done with listening so uh you've both heard the sketch uh, as have our uh, listeners at home and um i would like to hear your thoughts on it first of all i'd like to say i really enjoyed the sound design of the sketch <laughs> i thought the sound effects were uh were magnificent this is not meant as a as a slide <laughs> <laughs> this, this particular part is not meant as a slide i was <laughs> just saying i enjoyed i thought the sound design was very good it was very um yeah, it was very immersive in the atmosphere of the sketch. It wasn't one of those audio sketches where it's just like flat all the way through. There was always something going on. It felt like it had a soundscape as a sketch, a sound universe. Mm. Yes, it was definitely escape. <laughs> I, I heard escape, and I I uh, will reiterate that. I'd like to thank Zapsplat for their sound effects. <laughs> uh, and... Yeah, you better credit them um, for this. And also, whoever it was who waterboarded themselves in their <laughs> bathroom sink. Is that what that was? <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, that was what the effect... The effect was actually called waterboarding myself in my bathroom sink. Uh, no, that, that's what I did to myself. In oh, okay. To um, produce the sound of fish screaming. Oh, my goodness. Too. Mm. That was suffering for your suffering for your art. It would, I mean, some might say the sketch was not worthy of such <gasps> suffering, but they, some some might say that. Um, 
I didn't know. I didn't think it was. Uh, I didn't think it was bad. I, I had problems playing it, so it like paused halfway through on my computer. So I I didn't get the full uh, back to forth, back to front experience. And I spent like two seconds trying to understand the uh, the punchline, <laughs> what the punchline was referring to. But I'm, am I right in thinking it was it was like a little it was like a little misdirect? It was like a uh, you know what that means? Do you think he's going to talk about? How fish are suffering, and then he's just like, "We're rich because of the fish translator." That's that correct. Vaguely, what we, what you were yes, thinking? I mean, it, 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 very kind of you to describe it as a punchline. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that was indeed what I was going for. Could not think of anything else. It it legally qualifies. It's a it's this little uh, little switcheroo. Yeah. Um, to use the technical mm. term, uh, it is it's it is recognizable as one. Well. Uh, Murren, you've been. Um, um, I was I think I don't think this is I think this is a sketch that the little sketch that should have made it. I think there's lots of good stuff in here. I think it just needs a bit of a like I think the premise of this is really, really fun. I really like it. But I wanted it to be like more like adding more seriousness to up the absurdity mm. of a translator for fish. So like a scientist, mm. like it's not, he's not talking to a little boy. He's like unveiling to the funders of this research, like what they've spent the last five years developing, <laughs> you know, something to like heighten that, that contrast. That is good because what I Paul, I heard, I heard, because I've known Paul for a while now, and I heard that Paul is about to say something noise, but I'm going <laughs> to plow on through anyway, because what I realised while while reading it back to myself was that I became too uh, interested in the relationship between this scientific inventor mm. and his son, and, you know, like they, they, these are real characters to me, very important characters with rich backstories and lives. I, for some reason, I was finding humour in stuff that is completely irrelevant to the sketch like you know like what, what is this about daisy lee like clearly when i first wrote this i wrote it in an american <laughs> accent and that's 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 why <laughs> i did i will say that that is the number one mistake people make when writing sketches is originally writing them in an american yeah, accent transporting people to some kind of kentucky state fair mid sketch is tricky to come back from <laughs> But it can it can be done. <laughs> it can be. Done. I want the listeners to take that away with them. If they take away nothing else from this review of this sketch. But I really like that you've cottoned like that you've central to your interest is the idea of the relationship between the inventor and the son. Because something else that I thought was a really funny direction that this could go in would be like, can you imagine how annoying to be the son of an inventor who's like constantly wanting you to like what's the word like <laughs> test. Test bunny? That's not the word. Test rabbit? Guinea pig. Guinea pig. Wow. Long, be a guinea pig. Long test day. rabbit. I'm sticking, I'm sticking with test, I'm sticking with test rabbit. Um, <laughs> I, was, I was thrown by test rabbit. I actually couldn't remember the correct expression either. Test rabbit is so such a vivid image. I, I propose using test rabbit. I could just see like a crash test dummy, but it's a oh. rabbit instead of a crash test. But also... <laughs> the rabbit would have to put a crash helmet on and then that would push its, oh, its ears down. And a rabbit be being cute. strapped look, into a Volkswagen. Look, it's, it's... As they... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh yeah, I wasn't oh, thinking okay. it would be a real rabbit, uh, but now now I've no, now no, this no, is more no, harrowing no, no. than I thought it was. But it's a but it's a fully, but it's a, a human sized rabbit. A hundred percent, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. If you take nothing else away from this episode, yeah. the and kind of is having sized. like a please, relatively please sentient conversation with the inventors. Um, I was going to say it's self aware. It's self aware. Oh my god, where am I? Where it's great night to be a podcast guest. <laughs> yes. So. I think the idea of the sun having to be the guinea, like when he says, yeah, I need you to strap in and like dive into the sea. <laughs> it's such an insane thing to ask of your child. That I thought that was really fun. <laughs> and Jimmy's like, yeah. cool. Uh, <laughs> a, a splash as Jimmy jumps uh, into yeah. the sea. is a really funny, like, yeah. Yeah, we've, I mean, we've, we've just uh, taken a big flag and just planted it straight in um, oh, yeah. another sketch yeah. territory, uh, the fabled other sketch territory. But yeah, I, I think that's a really fun idea. The idea of just like kids <laughs> trying to live a normal life, like maybe bringing home a girl for the first time and his father just um, <laughs> wanting him to take part in a bizarre experiment <laughs> instead of, instead of living normal, uh, normal family life, trying to tell him to get into the transporter with her and we'll see if the, we'll see if you can, we can send you back to Rome in or something. In front of you know, <laughs> in front of Daisy Lee, yeah, she it has to be Daisy Lee has to be involved. So, so what you're saying is he's he's, he's trying to get to second second base with, with Daisy Lee, uh, and, and he's got a crazy scientific. It's Rick and Morty. That's the only thing I'm slightly worried. about. Yes, I was. Uh, yeah, I, I was thinking that maybe it's maybe it's close to Rick and Morty. I haven't seen enough Rick and Morty to know that it definitely is, but that does sound familiar <laughs> from what I've seen. Um, but yes, so that could that could be another direction for it to go in. But no, I, love it. I do like also the Maroon's idea. When I was going to speak before, I was only going to say that I agreed with the idea of making it more serious, having it having like a Steve Jobs style unveiling event, perhaps, um, <laughs> as, instead of the the conversation, the charming conversation between uh, father and son. Well, the thing is, is that like why why like for, like why does this sketch exist? And and the answer is that I just had this idea, Captain Anna, scientific inventor. That was where the that's where the sort of sketch started. Yes. Then it just became some eccentric inventor guy and his son who happened to live by the sea. So all of the experiments that he does are entirely sea related. So that's a that's mm. it's very narrowing of the world, therefore. And and so I, I do I do think putting it in a different context, like a um I mean you could again fable another sketch, but you could also just make it about the fact that he is a scientific inventor who can only invent sea captain style things, or he's a sea captain who insists on constantly using scientific inventions and explore that um, to the fullest throughout it as well. I do like how his name changes from <laughs> sea captain and scientific inventor to scientific inventor to sea captain to sea captain and scientific inventor, and then just back to sea captain at the end. His, his identity crisis is played out. I did out just have to scroll up well. when you just said that he's a sea captain and a scientific because I was like, do you think? Listening to the sketch, I understood there was only two characters, and then you made me second guess myself. But now I understand. <laughs> yeah, unclear. Very, very, very quickly written the sketch. I, I think it's it's it's, it's fair to say. Um, the other thing that I wanted to uh, bring in, I guess, is that did 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 both of you find just the idea? that fish are constantly screaming as funny as I I was just about to say, that's the other, like, huge thing that jumps out. Like, how amazing if fish are just going, like, Wah! all day long, every day, under the sea. Yes. I was, I was wondering if they could be more specific about the reason why they were screaming at some stage. I don't know. Is it it's supposed to be, like, is it supposed to be, like, screams of pain? 
or, or screams of pleasure. <laughs> what's the what's the what's the general well, vibe I mean, it, it, coming it, it, from the fish? I mean, they there are several interpretations and two or three different schools of thought around this sketch. Mm, um, schools like it, <laughs> but it's obviously this is a, this, the whole sketch is a very clever metaphor about global warming. Oh. Mm, okay. This feels like that time in the Dandy Hijackers podcast when I realised how hijacking works. And <laughs> <laughs> interesting global warming, you say? Okay. It's not. It's not. This it's is not. A, yeah. Come on, it's not. I was. I was. I was not being serious there. But you know, if I were to justify this sketch, which I'm now trying to do after the event, I would probably claim mm-hmm. that it's climate change related. And I definitely thought to answer Paul's question that they're screaming just in pain and terror of being a fish. They've become self-aware, a bit like the, the, the bunny strapped to the Vauxhall, and they're like, ah, we're fish! Ah, no, this is rubbish! Ah! That's kind of what I was going for. I see. Yeah, I, I think they could maybe stand to elaborate slightly on the reason for their screaming in the, like a very um sort of horrific-sounding, <laughs> a very horrific-sounding existential way. Um, you know, Talking about how their life, how their life is constant pain, or something similar. That might be not fun. Fun <laughs> is the wrong word for <laughs> suggesting such a thing. But I think it would really, yeah, it would really put it over. It might put it over the top a little bit more. What what they were actually um, screaming about. But yeah, I do like the idea of them constantly, <laughs> constantly <laughs> screaming. Shout out to uh, Dr. Ruth Martin, who is uh, a expert in wolf noises. Uh, for playing the role of Jimmy in this sketch. I was going to ask who who was playing Jimmy. Yes, I I didn't immediately recognise the voice. Excellent. Of course, because she wasn't making wolf noises, which was the the role that I knew her from. Yeah, that's her usual tell. (laughs) Jimmy had barely any hint of wolf to him at all. If if there had been even a hint, I would have known. Yes, indeed. Do you have any more comments to make on this sketch before I move us on to the exciting uh, next bit of, of the show, which is uh, judgment? <laughs> um, I think I'm good. Oh. Yeah, I, I, I think generally the general impression is that it's very promising. There, there appear to be, even at, at first glance, it didn't seem that complicated a sketch, but I think there are a few ideas playing around here and it could possibly be be focused down to one of the one of the many very funny uh premises that you've put <laughs> that you've sort of fed into this even if uh, it, it does come across as as focused when you hear it but i think there are some like funny ideas that you could stand to either focus on more or or focus on the thing that you've got there a bit more. yeah i'd agree with that i think there's lots of really strong threads in this so there's too much going on uh not too much screaming <laughs> i want to make that very clear <laughs> If anything, there's not enough screaming. Okay. Well, in that case, it's time, uh, much like many, many Englishmen before me, uh, to steal something from Ireland. Uh, in this case, a gunge tank oh from a uh, kids' TV show. Uh, and I'm going to ask you both in turn. I think I'm going to start with Marin. Does uh, this uh, fishy sketch get gunged? No, never. This fishy sketch is swimming to safety. <laughs> That's the quickest sea pun I could come up with. <laughs> uh, wow, Paul, any uh, any any advances on that? Um, well, this this fishing sketch has a lot of real good lines and uh, gill. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> just just words to do with fish. 
Um, no, I, again, I, I would not, uh, I would not send it to the tank. I'd maybe give it a little, little pie in the face in kids TV style, uh, just to put it on the right track. But I don't think that it, uh, that it deserves any further punishment. I think it deserves to be reworked and brought with, uh, with tremendous confidence toward, toward the podcast, walked toward the podcast yeah. and perhaps even allowed in at some stage. So if the podcast itself, Next Level Sketch was a light you would think of my fishy sketch as perhaps a person in a hospital bed who is near to death walking towards that light. The next level podcast is the yes. lighthouse and you are the dinghy come towards For us. Fish. Yes. <laughs> I've always said that you're the dinghy, James, and my, my opinion hasn't changed. Guys, this has been beautiful and emotional and all there is left for us to do now is to plug whatever the hell we want. Well, I think this is the moment where we are all going to plug the same thing, um, <laughs> unless mm. unless others wanted to plug other mm. things. Of course, well, we are, we're moving plugging the next level sketch podcast anyway. But I also do improv with Michelle. But they are, we are on on hiatus at the moment. But maybe by the time this comes out, we will be slightly less far away from being on hiatus because we're supposed to be doing a show before Christmas if the world returns to something resembling normal by then. Check out Michelle. That's all the things Michelle I do. are very good. Um, if that show happens, you will be able to find tickets to that show on the Hoopla Impro website. Marin, do you have anything to plug? I mean, you know, Scatman John, um, you know, literally <laughs> anything. Um, watch the Jazzman videos on YouTube, a very funny comedy web oh, series yeah. where you can spend your time in lockdown learning how to master the art of jazz. As a jazz head myself, I would recommend doing that, Daddy-O. Yeah. Don't right. be a clam, <laughs> as they say, in the jazz and sea world. Am I, oh, you saved it. Am I in a jazz club <laughs> slash underwater at the moment? I, this is like a, this is very immersive. Like James's mm-hmm. sound effects during that sketch. Guys, it's been emotional. Um, I'm going to let you get on with your lives. Thank you for coming under the water with me. I'm going to leave you all now with a song that I have recorded, which is vaguely related to the sketch that we have all just heard. Say goodbye to the boys and girls. Goodbye. Friends. Two, three, four. Into the deep of the long forgotten sleep You can feel that your eyes are shut closely now happy now fly brother fly may you feel the love tonight fly brother fly well I hope you meet your
brother fly Well I hope you meet your man